Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Am I a Bad Brother from the Am I the A-Hole subreddit and says, Am I the A-Hole for not waking my sister up? I, 19 male, have two siblings, AJ, 24 male, and Kaylee, 15 female. Our dad died when Kaylee was a baby. Our mom has worked hard ever since. She definitely had leaned on AJ a lot, and I try to help when I can to alleviate that pressure. In spite of this, AJ has still taken a lot of responsibility. Kaylee is pretty responsible, but she cannot get up on time to save her life. She get up, but then hits snooze. She tries all the tricks. Alarm across the room. There's apps on your phone where you have to solve math equations. She just won't get up. I think part of the problem is, AJ will always wake her up. I've said this isn't healthy. What happens when he moves out or she goes to college? She's too old. As she probably would learn if he didn't do this. My mom and AJ said there's nothing wrong with it, so I let it go. AJ is in grad school. He decided to crash at a friend's dorm one night as they attended a party. He told me ahead of time to wake Kaylee up. As our mom goes into work early and I'm up at that time for work. I said he knows how I feel about this. He told me it won't kill me and walked away. Yesterday morning, I heard Kaylee's alarm as I got ready. I decided to let her learn. I left as she was still sleeping. She takes the bus, so if she got up within the next 15 minutes, she'd be okay. Around 10, my cell rings. It's my mom freaking out. She got a call saying that Kaylee never showed at school. I panicked momentarily, then remembered. I told my mom to check at home. Sure enough, Kaylee was at home, still sleeping. My mom woke her up and took the rest of the day off. She had been terrified something terrible happened. AJ blames me. Kaylee isn't mad, really just embarrassed, but AJ says I should have woken her up. I said she's 15 and it's a hard lesson. My mum isn't too upset, but she did say that at minimum, I should have texted her to know that Kaylee was still asleep when I left. Am I the a-hole? And we're going to start off with Graceless, who says not the a-hole for not waking your sister up. Soft, you're the a-hole for not telling your mum and brother about it. Unless your sister has some sort of medical condition, it sounds like she's just got a bad habit that she can't break because people around her make adjustments to tolerate it. Waking up on time because you know you'll miss the bus and be absent from school is accountability that a 15-year-old should be able to recognize in my opinion. But yeah, you definitely should have informed your mum and brother so they wouldn't panic. Metal Bastard says, great name, if you didn't warn her the night before that AJ would be gone and you wouldn't wake her up, you're the a-hole. It's fine you don't approve of the system that her and AJ have. It's pretty devious to leave her hanging like that. It's more sabotage than helpful. And she's still a kid. Mr. PP says, not the a-hole. I've lived with several people who have never learned how to get up on their own because there is always someone who enables their poor behavior. I don't know if this stems from childhood or not, but by the time I was 11, I had a paper route and I was getting up on my own for school and work. 
I'm to the point my body often wakes up on its own around the time I need with or without a clock. I entertain some of these people, but it gets old. It's frustrating and annoying having someone rely on you getting them up and then acting like assholes when you don't. You get them an atomic alarm clock they sell on Amazon. They have a decibel level of 80 plus and come with a mattress vibrator to shake the bed as well. <laughs> that reminded me of that video that someone made a, like a, an alarm clock that's attached to your wall and it's got like a giant hand on it and it spins around and slaps you in the face first thing in the morning. <laughs> Timely Egg says you're the a-hole, not because it wasn't a good lesson for your sister, but because of the impacts on AJ and your mum. AJ, you admit, has a lot on his plate, had one night off at a party and had a chance to be a teenager, but he still felt the responsibility so he asked you to do it. Okay, it looks like you didn't agree totally, and he should have assumed you were going to be an asshole to him about it. Your mother got a call from the school that her daughter was lost and missing, and it affected her so badly she was off trying to recover the rest of the day. What AJ has learned is that he can't ever expect you to step up and help him or your mum out, and that you don't consider the full consequences of your actions. Don't be surprised or upset if he continues to treat you and your single sister the same because you both are children. And poor guy. He can't even get one night off without having the responsibility of looking after his siblings. Welcome says unpopular opinion but not the a-hole. Tell both AJ and Kaylee that if he wants to wake her up all her life that is on him. But you will not do that. Kaylee is 15 and she has trouble getting up. I have too. She should start to think of solutions. I also do not think you are the a-hole for not sending a message to your mum. Will ever be a time that she will not rely on you and your brother to be a mother. And one final comment from Smarter who says not the a-hole. My bonus son was the worst with this problem. I tried everything I could think of to do but nothing worked. The situation miraculously resolved itself when his boss told him if he was late again, he was fired. He was so indignant telling the story he even said, boss knows I have a truck payment, lol. He then asked if partner and I had his back, i.e. would make his payments. We said absolutely not. That was seven years ago, and to my knowledge, he's never been late since. When actual consequences were on the line, he got himself moving without any help. Also in the comments, Opie had some additional information, starting off with, usually we'll turn it off and then go back to sleep. Usually when AJ hears first alarm, he'll go in and wake her up, and then make sure she actually gets out of bed. She knew AJ was going to be gone, and she knows how I feel, but I admit I didn't warn her that I would do this. I thought it was implied, but maybe I was wrong. I've told her several times before that she's a big girl and needs to start waking up on her own. AJ then tells me I'm bullying her and to leave his baby sister alone. I admit I didn't say it that night, but she saw AJ leave for the party and he said he wouldn't be back in the morning. My mum said she was leaving by 5.30am for work. Kaylee is more than aware that she has to be outside for the bus by 7am, so maybe I wasn't asked for not specifically saying it that night. Then OP comes in with an update and says, I want to thank everyone for giving their input. Whether or not I'm the asshole here seems to vary, but what sunk in is that I could have handled it better in the moment, as well as afterwards. I should have, at minimum, texted my mum to say that Kaylee was still asleep, so she could handle it from there. To those who keep saying she could have a sleep disorder, she doesn't. My mum took her to get evaluated when this began. It truly is because she never took accountability. So I planned to talk to everyone, but then Kaylee came to me. She apologized if she got me in any trouble. I told her she didn't, and we all handled things poorly. She said she feels so embarrassed for all the trouble she's caused. I told her she's young. We all scare our parents at one point. I took her to get Starbucks, and we had a long talk about everything. 
helped her make a plan for how she could get out of bed easier and also tips on how to get to sleep earlier. For waking up, she's getting one of those alarm clocks that shake the bed. She also added that she only kept doing this because she knew AJ would always bail her out. Kaylee confided in me that she hates how AJ and my mum can baby her sometimes and she knows it keeps her held back in some areas. I encouraged her to talk to them about it and I said I was proud of her. When we got back, I apologized to my mum and AJ for my part. I also pointed out what a few of you said. The three of us are arguing over it as if Kaylee's not an equal player. I explained what we talked about and our plan. AJ was hesitant on if this was too harsh, but my mum and I both told him it was for the best. Kaylee ended up coming in at one point and told him that is what she wanted. He admitted he was having a hard time letting go of his responsibilities. We agreed, should this happen again, I will call our mum to give her a heads up so she can handle the situation. I know Kaylee and AJ also had a separate, private conversation about him babying her so much. I don't know what was said, but from the looks of it, he's receptive to at least start backing off a little. I know it'll take time, given how parentified he's been. So at the end of the day, we all promise to do better. I don't know how the new plan is going to work out, as it's only Saturday, but the fact that everyone is willing to try is promising. Opie then adds another comment that says, my mum has told us that she is fine with us moving out. Now that Kaylee is over, and they think that was meant over a certain age, there's less to worry about. AJ is moving out next year after completing grad school, so she won't be able to rely on him as much. And I'm going to be real. I've never done as much as AJ, and she doesn't expect me to. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next post comes from the Am I The Hill subreddit. Does have an update that came three years later after the original from what does this mean though who says am i the a-hole for wanting my husband to start paying more for our housing i all for reference i am 29 female and my husband is 30 male we've been together since i was 20 and got married when i was 26 when we moved in together when i was 25 we were splitting our rent evenly i was making 65k and he was making 80k and we live in a large u.s city it didn't really make a huge difference in my budget versus his to split the rent 50-50 for 2,600 a month rent. However, things have changed. I got pregnant a few months after we got married, which we were so happy about and wanted. I didn't want to not work, but I wanted to be home with our baby. So I found a full-time remote job in my field of work. The downside is I took a cut to my salary from 65 to 50K. We continued to split the rent in our apartment. My husband, between being 26 and 30, has received a number of raises and has switched his job. He is now a senior business analyst, making roughly 195k a year. Since we are having a child, we were going to need a bigger apartment. We found a three-bedroom for 4,000 per month. He wanted to split rent evenly, despite my protests, and despite me wanting to try and find a smaller apartment for less. In the end, I sort of let myself get walked over because he really is such a smooth talker. I do. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Love him. Anyway, flash forward two and a half years. Our rent has increased to 4400 My take-home pay monthly after taxes is roughly 3600 I'm paying 2.2K monthly in rent. I'm also taking care of our baby and our home, doing chores and cooking daily. My husband works from 8 till 6, but typically doesn't get home until 7. I am burnt out. I barely have enough money per month to do things I enjoy. I feel like I'm financially struggling while my husband is living a life of luxury. Yes, he does take me out on dates and on vacation, but, but he doesn't seem to understand this is not enough for me. I spoke to him two days ago, very seriously. And when I asked about trying to split rent based on our income and pay an equal percentage of our income so that it's more fair than fully equal, his reaction stunned me. He asked me why having 1.6k extra a month wasn't enough for me. I told him I'm not saving anything. He told me I should spend less on extracurricular activities, which makes me laugh because what extracurricular activities? All I do is work, cook, clean, shop for the house and raise our child. I told him I'm basically working two full-time jobs at once and I need help. Then he asked me if I'm suggesting he pay me for being a mother and that stunned me. I really had no response to that. Anyway, he told me that this is the lifestyle we agreed when we moved in together way back when. However, he doesn't seem to understand or rather does not want to understand. Now he is mad with me because he thinks I'm being selfish and has been acting cold to me these past few days. I'm getting the itch to apologize and take it back like I always do, but I really feel I am right here. Am I the asshole? I'm going to start off in the comments with Jason Semu who says not the a-hole. Married people with children who keep separate bank accounts and argue about who pays for what are weird. You are not roommates. Opie says that is exactly what I'm trying to say. Not to mention he is the sole beneficiary of his millionaire parents. I come from poverty and work to get where I am. I do try to keep that out of the arguments though, as that is his business and not ours. I just want to make it clear, I'm no gold digger here. I did choose to work, but it also makes me wonder that if I didn't work, if he'd help me at all. A deleted user says, not the a-hole. This is a strange financial situation. You are married and in a partnership. Your finances need to reflect that. Your hubby also needs to be way more flexible. Are you going to live your whole lives together by the set of rules you agreed to when you were 20? Is that how he still expects you to live at 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, and 80? I'm assuming when you made this agreement, you hadn't factored your kids in. You guys need to sit down and work out a joint budget and start using joint accounts. OP says, yes, we made this agreement when we were making similar incomes, didn't have kids and weren't married. Also, he wasn't paying half of the rent when we lived together as a young couple. His parents were to help him build savings. Gooberface says, not the a-hole, but it sure sounds like he is. And I have to say, this segregation of money is not working for you. If you want to do it the fair way while not combining finances, then do it by percentage of income. But the fact that you can't both sit down and discuss this calmly is very troubling. Marriage is a team endeavor, and the two of you are each playing solo. 
OP says, trust me, I've tried and tried to explain this to him. But then he goes off about gold digging, how just because he will have millions in his inheritance doesn't mean that I shouldn't work for what I have. I agreed on working for what I have. I always have done so. I come from poverty where my parents made nearly 30K a year for four kids in New York State, Long Island. Not easy. But he doesn't seem to get that we cannot live up to this lifestyle if he wants it to be this way. Miss Baseball says, not the a-hole. You both need marital counseling. This is only going to get worse, especially if you have another child. Opie says he wants another child and if things were different, I would too. But I'm burning out and my days are starting to feel purely hollow. And one final comment from Anchovy Mac and Cheese who says, What? Not the a-hole. And at this point, I seriously hope you consider a marriage counselor. It seems that your husband views you as less like a partner and more like a roommate willing to bear his children and clean up after him. There is no reason he should be forcing the mother of his child, who both works and stays at home full-time to care for his baby, to pay half of the expenses when he makes three times more. This is the life you signed up for is a terrible justification, because you were at a very different place when you met versus now. How much longer are you willing to be a doormat while he lives and spends lavishly without consideration to your efforts or your child? And OP finally responds and says, honestly, I'm at breaking point. So first, OP comes in with an edit and says, thank you for all of your responses. I can honestly say I did not expect to get this feedback. I'm honestly overwhelmed and cannot reply to all of you, especially while I'm working, but I wanted to update some things here. I love my husband with all my heart and it is heartbreaking for me to read these comments and realize that I'm being taken advantage of. I need to figure out the best way to approach this issue and solve it before it gets too far. I want to work this out and the fear of being alone is haunting me. Yes, I did sign a prenup that was overseen by his family attorney. My husband comes from extreme wealth and I was young and stupid and went with it. Head over heels like my mother always said I was. As for his family, we get along great and they love me. It's very confusing because they're such incredibly generous people and they are family, but they don't know about our financial situation because my husband and I believe that our marriage is private and I would feel like I was betraying him by telling them. I'm sorry I cannot reply to all of you, but please know that I'm reading all of the comments and making a plan of approach with them. Edit two, for those talking about the dates and vacations bit that he pays for, I've asked him numerous times to help lighten my financial load instead of going on these trips and dates and he has refused. He said he can do what he wants with his money and if he wants to take us on vacation, that is what he will pay for. If I could afford vacation, I would pay. In fact, when we're in a more even financial situation, unmarried, not kids, I paid for almost all of our vacations and dates because I love to treat people and I can't do that anymore. Edit three, I also do not have bad spending habits. I worked my way out of student loan debt in two years after graduating. I saved 60K by the time we got married and I have that all in my retirement, which I'm thankful for because I can no longer contribute to it. This has nothing to do with how I spend. I'm actually pretty frugal when it comes to shopping, especially since I prefer to keep things cheap for my budget. So then OP comes in with that update, which was three years later from that original post and says, I sincerely apologize for taking so long to return to Reddit and write an update on this. A lot has happened since. For those who don't know, this post was originally written at the end of February 2020. The world, therefore, after, fell apart. Things were not good with me and my husband at the time of this post. I want to preface this by saying we are still together to this day and we've welcomed a new child to the world this time in a much healthier environment. 
COVID changed a lot for me. Along with the intense virality of the last post, neither my husband or I got laid off or furloughed, and we were and are so thankful. But my husband moved to work from home. That perspective shift changed a lot for him when he sees what I have to deal with day to day. Things I could never properly communicate about how difficult it is to work with raising a child and what I brought to the table that he could never see. Despite his newfound appreciation for me, I still found myself resenting him. It was in June that I finally proposed that we go to couples counseling. After doing my own virtual therapy session since March, from which I learned about why I let people step over me based on my childhood and past and how to overcome that, to my surprise, my husband agreed. And so we've been in weekly counseling since, even to this day. It helped him get to the root of his fears and address why he has trouble trusting me financially, which has less to do with me and more to do with what he was brought up believing and has been instilled with. After coming to the point of telling him, I wouldn't want to continue building a family or a life with him where he watched me struggle from luxury, with the help of our amazing counselor who guided us. My husband was willing to adjust our lifestyle to be more equal. I'm not saying everything was or is magically perfect. I know people wanted an update where I left my evil husband and took my baby to start a new life, but I did marry this man for a reason. I saw the good and past the struggle we've had to overcome. He's become the man I knew I'd married. We now have a joint bank account as well as our own on the side. We each put two thirds of our income into that shared account and get to keep one third for ourselves. I'm in a new job now and making much more money than in the original post. Not that this affects the relationship, but so people know that my one third is enough for me to enjoy. There's still a road to recovery, but we have more trust between us and are no longer living a 50-50 lifestyle. Again, I'm sorry for not updating sooner, but the past few years have been a lot for us and everyone. Thank you all for the support and advice. I promise I wouldn't be sitting here typing this without it. And the comments below this one were really happy that things seemed to be moving in a more positive direction, but they were still questioning the post and saying that OP deserves much more than this. But what is your opinion on that? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And don't forget, there'll be a couple of playlists at the end of the video that you can click on and it will automatically scroll through all of them for you. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com